0: Welcome to the ISO Gonzaga Nation SI, the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. A, another preview of a game coming up in the WCC, where Gonzaga takes on a really good opponent this time, Santa Clara, at the Levy Center on the road. Assistant Coach Scott Garzon, Coach, thanks for joining.
1: Happy to be on with you, and uh, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well. You guys had a terrific season a year ago. You lost uh, somebody who was a big part of your program for five years in Josip Frankich, as well as uh, kind of an under-the-radar national guy, but anybody in the West Coast Conference knew how good Jalen Williams was. Left early for the NBA, but you guys haven't missed a beat. You're sitting at 14-4. and four. You got a couple of really good transfers. Tell us about the excitement down in Santa Clara right now.
1: Yeah, no, we're certainly excited about our team as we were last year. And, um, you know, I think that uh, obviously losing Joseph Brankich, losing Jalen Williams, who you mentioned, as well as P.J. Pipes, our point guard last year, there's a lot to to replace. And so, but we've got a a good young core that's kind of grown up a little bit and taken on some new roles this year. Obviously, Brandon Pajemski has been a tremendous, uh, you know, addition to our team from the transfer portal. And so, you know, kind of like the direction our team's going. We're certainly been playing pretty good ball uh, as of late. Um, so you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully we can continue in the right direction. We feel like our program's at a point where, you know, it's hopefully consistently going to be good every year and and we got to continue to improve.
0: Tell us a little bit more about Pajimski. Um, because I know he was out of the transfer portal. He was a big time player in high school out of the state of Wash, Wisconsin, excuse me. Uh, he only averaged a little over a, a point a game last year, but Sometimes it's all about fit and he's found a tremendous fit with you guys.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. It is. is, A lot of it does have to do with fit, as you know. And uh, Brandon was, as you mentioned, a a highly acclaimed player coming out of high school. I believe he was the Gatorade State Player of the Year in the state of Wisconsin. And then, uh, you know, didn't get an opportunity to play on a really, really good Illinois team last year. I mean, that was a very, very good team he was a part of and uh, didn't play a ton. And and we were fortunate enough to. you know, have him come here and join us. And, um, you know, he's been a, a great, not only a great player, but a great competitor and, and a terrific young man. He's a tremendous student and has um, really embraced being a part of Santa Clara and embraced the uh, the culture that we've been trying to continue to build here. And, you know, obviously, you know, statistically you can look at it. He leads us in points and in rebounds, obviously excellent assist guy as well. And, you know, just does a lot. We do a lot with him. and you know, I, we feel like we've got some good pieces around him as well. And, um, I think he's really learned to fit in uh, right away. I mean, he's really jumped in right away and added a, a tremendous competitive spirit to our program.
0: as uh, struck gold in the transfer portal with him. PJ pipes a season ago, as you mentioned is gone, but he, I thought he was really good a season ago when you guys are working through the portal as a staff. Um, you know, it, it can be a, a huge undertaking. What are you guys focused on? Is it positional? Is it, Look at the best available talent, or do you rely on maybe a network of guys that you've recruited with, meaning programs of AU teams and/or high schools of of kind of hearing from people that you trust?
1: You know, it's probably a mixture of all that, Dan, really. And I mean, like obviously, we knew we we were gonna need at least a guard, if not, if not two last year, losing our losing our starting backcourt. We knew we had Carlos Stewart that was probably gonna become our starting point guard as he has. Uh, but we certainly knew we needed a guard in the portal, so we were certainly looking in that direction um, to find a guard and to find a wing and somebody with some decent size and so, a ball handling guard, um, and so Brandon obviously fit that, um, you know. And then at the same time, you're definitely using the connections that you have. I mean, you find out, but guys, a lot of, you're always making new connections, but you're using the connections that you have. Uh, you know, uh through recruiting high school guys as well. I mean, there's guys that have great high school players and they go on to go somewhere and then their name's in the transfer portal and they're relying maybe on, on on the guys that they were playing for in high school to see if they can help them find a better spot that's a better fit for them. And so just as much as though we're, you know, players gotta find a good fit for themselves, we need to find a good fit for us too, you know. And so, you know, we're not big on just plugging and playing and just, you know, plug a bunch of guys in there and You know, we want to get the best players, of course, just like anybody else does, that we possibly can. But they also need to fit, you know, what it is that we're trying to do. You know, and you know, with Coach Sendek, I mean, Brandon, in his case, is a guy who could really shoot the ball. PJ Pipes, a year ago, is a guy who could really shoot the ball. Coach, Coach Sendek, like most coaches, like guys that can shoot, and he's not, you know. But some guys will go with a a wing athlete that's a non-shooter that you know, can do things in different different ways depending on what their program, you know, embraces and, and looks for. So I think, you know, the fit was both ways and certainly using our connections and, and and our resources as well as what it is that we needed uh is really what led us to Brandon and to some of these other guys that we've had in the past. Last
0: question, Scott, and it's a big one. Um you probably have already broken down the film of USF almost beating Gonzaga. Gonzaga made some big plays down the stretch. When you're preparing a game plan to beat Gonzaga, give us a couple of the keys that you guys as a staff focus on based on your personnel, because I know every team and every program attacks opponents differently.
1: Sure. I mean, you know, when dealing with Gonzaga, I mean, everybody's going to do something different, but at the end of the day, you do have to have an awareness to drew timmy it starts there of course and how do you not and in some cases you need some good fortune because last night there were some shots that he makes all the time that didn't go down and so i'm sure gonzaga fans know that clearly you know even 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 drew timmy has a rough night you know what i mean once in a while and it probably doesn't happen very often and so you know you've got a game plan for him you got to do a good job of of limiting his touches the best you can, but Gonzaga does such a good job of getting to the ball, getting him the ball in so many different, a variety of ways, as well as in transition. And so, you know, he's, he's somebody that you got to deal with. You know, you got to do a good job against Gonzaga who plays the best pace of play in the country. You know, you, you, you have to be able to get back in transition and, It's hard because, you know, a lot of times one of the best ways to get back in transition is if you're able to score the ball. So when you're scoring the ball, it's a little bit easier to get back, even though Gonzaga runs well on, on makes as well. So, you know, those two things right there, I think, is kind of where it starts with them. But, boy, I mean, they've got big shot makers. When you got Bolton and Strother on the wings and, you know, you got Malachi Smith comes in and knock down shots. I mean, they've got a really, really good balanced team, and it's a team that's got veterans too. So, so much of it, I think, is a mentality. i mean if if you are fortunate enough to be hanging around in the game, there comes a moment in that game where you can't wilt, you know, and you gotta stick to what it is that you do and who you are. You can't change the whole world about what your team's about for one specific game. You know, at some point you gotta, you know, adhere to your principles and your fundamentals. And what Gonzaga does a great job of is, making you stick to those when the times are tough. And if you don't, boom, all of a sudden it's an offensive rebound or all of a sudden it's a transition bucket or all of a sudden Drew Timmy's had six points in a row before you even look, you know, before you even turn your head and you don't know what to happen and you're calling timeout. And so the pace of the game that they play with is something that is is really, really hard to control and it's got to be done somehow.
0: Coach, that was well said. One of the best uh, I've heard of an opposing coach talking about kind of staying with your principles in regards to to the game plan. I really appreciate the time. I will see you at shoot around tomorrow. I will see you uh, while we're calling the court side, the game court side with the regional Gonzaga crew. So, uh, best of luck tomorrow night, Saturday night, as well as the rest of the way.
1: All right. Thanks, Dan. Happy New Year to you guys. Take care.